0: Hello, Stupid. Hello, Sonia.
1: Hey.
0: How are you doing?
1: I am good. How are you doing?
0: Good, good, good. Welcome to episode two of Tell Me Like I'm Stupid.
1: Oh my God, I'm so excited.
0: Me too, because it's your turn today.
1: It is. I am going to be taking you in a little journey today, and you get to sit back and relax and enjoy.
0: Yes. Okay, so since you took the lead on the intro last time with your little icebreaker, um, I brought a little uh, something to take the lead on this intro. Oh God. (laughs) And it's terrible. I have a joke for you.
1: I would expect okay. nothing else from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. So a cheeseburger walks into the bar. The bartender. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. Get it? Do you get it?
1: Oh, because he's food and he did not serve him? <laughs> it took me a wow. second. I was like, where's the rest of it?
0: I feel like... Okay, so for context, everyone, we... Used to open our training sessions with either icebreakers or jokes. So this is what we're trying to impose on you here. Um, and I just remembered that Sanya was always the only one in class that didn't get my jokes. So not, you know, okay, not that I have. I'm aware they're bad jokes, but I usually don't have to explain them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you don't have to explain them. I have to explain them out loud to make sure that I'm getting it right. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> sometimes it goes over my head and I'll just smile, but everyone can see right through me, or at least I feel that way.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're right. We can see right through you. <laughs> How does a taco say grace?
1: Oh. How does
0: Let a ta- us spray. <laughs> I want it
1: get it because tacos have lettuce in it i'm kidding
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> no i actually okay. got that one
0: yay i'm so proud of you
1: all right is
0: how are you fun? this week
1: um i am good i'm good i um had a good bit week i was busy uh the hardest part about this week is i broke my nail very deep and it's hurting so much. And I think every man thinks it's funny. But the girls out there know that, like, it is so painful. Especially when you have, like, I have, like, longer than usual fake nails right now. And it's just, oh, my God. Yesterday, I was, like, in tears.
0: Okay. So, I guess I don't, like, know. When you say you broke your nail, you broke the fake nail or you broke the real nail under it?
1: Um. So, it's a real nail under it. And because it's the like the and then cause it's long, uh, I no. keep reaching for things and then the fake nail lifts. And then there's the
0: whole nail. Oh no, oh, no, no, no.
1: I know, I oh, know. Oh, 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 oh. It's just so painful. And I actually saw my like nail girl at the Starbucks today, and that's the first thing I told her. I was like, I broke my nail and I'm coming to see you tomorrow. I'm scared to go in because they tend to like just grind your nail down.
0: uh No.
1: And like even though she's so nice, she's like typically pretty rough with my hands. <laughs> oh. And I'm those people that just take it. I don't say, "Oh, you're hurting me." I just like cry a little inside. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everything okay? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: No, no problem. <laughs> hey,
1: have okay, you this. ever gotten your nails professionally done?
0: Yes, but never like obviously not not never any fake nail on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like buffed and and and, and stuff. Yes. Um, I remember like them picking at my cuticles was very painful very very painful yeah um but so i started wearing uh varnish every now and then and basically my nails are like completely wrecked from doing it twice like i haven't worn any in like over two or three weeks and i can still see that yeah i don't know like how how will they ever recover i think it's maybe from the varnish remover the polish remover but like they're completely wrecked they're all cracked.
1: I know Uh, it's weird that like because you did it yourself like you put on nail polish yourself yeah yeah
0: yeah. I did it it's
1: weird that that happened I've never heard of that like for like I feel like for me usually when I get my nails done frequently then they tend to get like very fragile and like cracked but if I do them myself it just doesn't stay that's the only problem but like they're usually okay
0: well I will say though that I have been like putting on a color, removing it one or two day after, putting on an own one, removing it again. So maybe just because I did it repetitively in the spam of like one or two weeks because there's some colors I would wear at work that I wouldn't, like some clothes I wore, wore at home that I couldn't wear at work. So then I would change it up a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I wrecked them. I know.
1: Yeah, maybe your nails are just like, what is going on? You've never done this to us before.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my superpower. <laughs> I have weakness. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's your week
1: been other than um uh, living with terrible nails? Yeah, exactly. That's, I
0: know. That's the trauma. Uh, it's been, okay, busy too. Kind of exhausting. But um, I'm, uh, it's, yeah, uneventful, boring. It's that time of the year where, like, nothing exciting happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's dark outside, so you don't go outside at night anymore. And it's just kind of cold. You stay in. There's nothing to watch on TV um and it just yeah it's boring
1: i know it's like that time that limbo between halloween and christmas where it's like what is there to do with life and like it's like too early like at least for me i think it's too early to do christmas things like watch christmas movies and stuff like that um and it's like all like the halloween stuff is done and i love like scary movies so i'm just like in this limbo right now i'm just like staying alive through daylight savings
0: (laughs) yeah exactly um, is there ever a right time to start watching Christmas movies? I hate Christmas movies. I cannot stand them.
1: I feel like your boyfriend would hate you for saying that.
0: Oh yeah. I don't know about Christmas movies, but everything Christmas related, he goes crazy. But um I don't know about Christmas movies. I really hope he doesn't wanna to... and also Christmas music, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. But um I might I might have to endure a lot there. Um I know I that-
1: Christmas music.
0: Christmas music,
1: yeah, but like for specifically a week during Christmas, you know, like that—that's the only time I can do Christmas music. Christmas movies, I'm like, eh, like I'll watch like um, Home Alone. I think that's like my favorite. Home
0: Alone's a good one, though.
1: Yeah, uh, even like Mean Girls, you know, like—is
0: <laughs> that a Christmas movie?
1: No, but like they do that little like you know their talent show number where they is do.
0: Like... Okay, yeah, I guess I could get on board with adding that to the the roaster. Um, is Gremlins a Christmas movie? I feel like Gremlins. you don't know Gremlins? No. Like with uh, the little fur ball that gets water on it and it turns into monsters.
1: I've never watched this.
0: Oh, that's good. That's fun.
1: I know this, I mean, is, this is.
0: I haven't watched it since so long. I don't know if I'll get canceled for saying it's fun. It might be problematic now. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, I really
1: liked it. Maybe I'll check it out this year. Yeah, like I feel like I'm like, because it's like from 1984. Um, that's why I probably. Ouch!
0: Know this. <laughs> Ooh, that does not feel good. Nineteen
1: eighty four. Okay, no, I meant more like because I grew up in not Canada. Like when I was like when I moved to Canada, I was nine. I grew up in Dubai, so feel like I wouldn't have been in with these trends. You know what I mean?
0: No, that's fair. Um, also, I did no, not realize it was such an old movie. <gasps> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Gremlins two came out in nineteen ninety. And then Gremlins 3.
0: I didn't know there was more than
1: one. It's coming out this year. What?
0: They're making a, a, a 3 this year?
1: It's <laughs> coming out December 2023.
0: Okay, well, we'll do a, a watch party. We'll do a marathon.
1: Okay, I guess they got to catch up on 1 and 2.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right, well, enough about Gremlins. Um, How... What, what are you... Um, what are you going to tell me about today
1: all right so i have you in for a little journey about the biggest trend in my life this year weddings,
0: <laughs> no, weddings. i know
1: we need like the um like the song now like the wedding march basically uh to intro this
0: yes um it's probably Here not copyrighted, right? the
1: bride. I'll just sing oh, yeah. it. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Why is it a, a little, in your life?
1: Yeah, for a little context, I got married basically three times this year to the same man. <laughs> um,
0: really? I don't think you mentioned it enough last episode. I was re-listening. And I mean, you said like my husband like 10 times last episode.
1: <laughs> okay, I said fiancé for the last five years. So I've been really excited to change it up a bit. There you go. Um... Yeah, so basically, it's so funny that while I was like, you know, doing my research for this episode, I was thinking about how last November is when I first started planning a wedding.
0: Oh, yeah. On that.
1: And I did three different weddings this year. And for someone who was like, I just want a small wedding over and over again, three different like weddings and one wedding had three events is a lot. I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. I feel like you kind of have to explain that three different weddings because. You can't just brush over that. I feel for the the everyday people like they don't they don't understand what you mean by three different weddings.
1: Oh, totally. That's all I do. In this episode is talk about myself and my weddings.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. For
1: context, I be I I planned a destination wedding that happened um, September this year. Uh, when you're doing a destination med- wedding, if you want to get legally married in a different country, so I did in Mexico, we kind of had to do blood work and all these things to prove that you're not related and don't have diseases.
0: Wait, what? Yeah.
1: Did, oh, did I not tell you this? Yes. Yeah, so to get married in Mexico legally, you have to do all these things. And it costs like $400, I think. Um. You. So they people,
0: want your blood.
1: Right? So most people tend to just get married in their country First And then go have a uh, destination wedding, which is kind of like the symbolic wedding then. Um, Mm -hmm. So because we decided to get married beforehand, we got married at our place uh, with an officiant and two friends and my cat and my dog, um, which was really nice. We did that in April of um, this year. Then we took 40 of our closest families and family and friends to Mexico with us. And got married Present there.
0: company included.
1: Exactly. So Ma came with his partner um, and it meant so much to me and my husband. And yeah, it was, we had the best week of our lives. We did three events in Mexico. So we did a welcome party where everyone dressed in all white. Uh, then the wedding ceremony one day w- with a cocktail hour and then the reception. Um, and then my husband's mother really wanted us to do something in Canada for um her friends and family. So um, we decided to have, and she really wanted us to do a church wedding. My uh, husband is Catholic. So then we did a church wedding followed by a reception with a hundred of her close friends and family.
0: Was there a hundred people?
1: I I believe there was a hundred. I think, yeah, I think maybe even 120. Um, Wow. wow. Yeah, that happened this month, earlier this month. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and then for a little bit of context, uh, me and my husband are both Indian. I'm Hindu Indian and he's Catholic Indian. Uh, We didn't do anything big Hindu wedding-wise other than our outfits. We had Indian outfits on. Um, But yeah, so that was three weddings this year. I'm exhausted, but so grateful and full of love.
0: How many dresses?
1: (laughs) Okay. So uh, basically, I wore like a little like blazer dress for the civil wedding then Ooh, like la la. i had a whole like three dresses for the three events in mexico then to get excited for the church wedding i planned a third or oh my god this point fifth, fifth. dress yeah. with a veil uh yeah it was a lot but
0: <laughs>
1: but you know what it's Insane. like for someone who's like oh i'm so low budget i was like i don't know what weddings like do to you you know? Well, I mean, I think we'll talk about it now, why weddings do this to you.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll take it away.
1: All right. Well, you know what? Before we do go into our wedding episode, why don't you tell us a little bit about your history with marriage and weddings?
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so I'm divorced, uh, but I did get married when I was 24.
1: Oh, is it 24? Yes.
0: I was 24. Why did I I think it was was for 19? No, because we started dating young. Oh. So, well, no. (laughs) I was young. He was not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But when I was 21, when we started dating, um, and then we were engaged for a while, and we got married, um, the way we... So, I guess for me, it was never really um, a thing on my mind getting married. It was never something that mattered to me that was important to me, Um, but to my ex-husband it was really important and so you know when he proposed um i had to really kind of find a way to make it mean something for me and um and like i did like i i, I really like for me it was a whole ceremony of like you know accepting this person as part of my family now, right mm-hmm. um but you know i was a student we didn't have we didn't want to spend too much money on 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 the wedding and a uh, big reception didn't reflect really who I was at the time. So we did very simple, we uh, we did on the 31st of December. Um, we had brunch in like a, this little brunch restaurant um, in the morning and, and family came to that mostly. Um, and then we got uh, the, how'd you say, efficient there. Mm-hmm. So the efficient was at the brunch restaurant. We got married there. And then in, you know, went home, took a little nap. And in the evening, we did a big New Year's Eve party at home in the apartment. Um, and it was a potluck. Everyone brought some food. And then we just partying until like 5 a.m. And it was fantastic. So much fun.
1: That sounds so cute. And I feel like that sounds so like perfect, you know, like it, it seems like less stressful. Like were you stressed if... Like, no. people showed up on time and things like that.
0: Well, that's the whole thing also. So, we... <laughs> it was a rocky relationship. We were, like, kind of on and off for a while. And so, we had, a, like, a good on streak. And we were like, you know what? Like, we've been engaged for a while. We should just do it, right? So, <laughs> it, you know, was it a Hail Mary wedding? Maybe, maybe not. Let's. It didn't last very long. But... Um, we were like, all right, let's just do it. And I think it was like already November then. And like, you know what? Let's just do something on the 31st. So it was very last minute, if you want. And the fact that we were doing it on the 31st, we were very, very we- well aware that people most likely already had New Year's Eve plan. And we were okay with that. It's like, if you don't have plans, come party with us. If you have plans, don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and... So there was no stress about who's coming, who's invited, who's not. Um, it also cost us almost nothing mm-hmm. because my mom baked the cake uh, at home. Um, we had bought a few snacks, but it was a potluck. Everyone else brought the food. So just some some flowers and, and our suits. And that was basically it, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah. really cute.
0: Music was off everyone's iPods. Um yeah, I
1: possibly because back then Spotify. there was no Spotify. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, no, but like you know what? Like that's actually really cool. And like I feel like if I ever got invited to a New Year's Eve wedding, I'd be like dropping all my plans just to go to that. And then I'm sure that
0: well, like... you're a better friend than most of my friends back then. Oh, okay. Not putting any glass, but no, no, that's I'm still very close friends with those who came. Let's just say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many people were there?
0: Oh, uh, I would say like around thirty. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's a good turnout for like a last-minute wedding for a house party. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, thirty is a great turnout for a house party.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. I uh, it was still like still a very uh, um, cherished memory.
1: Aw, all right. Well, I'm glad that was a good memory for you. Um, let's go into the history of weddings. So, histories of the history of wedding is basically it was kind of transact- transactional on the day. So there was dowry involved where the bride's family gave the groom's family the bride, um, but then also something like money, gold, livestock, land. And then basically the bride's duty was to reproduce and carry on the blood lineage. Um, mm. but, and like surprisingly during my research, I did see that it's still practiced in 75% of the world. Diary? Um, yeah.
0: oh, wild. So, I know
1: that. Yeah, because it I guess like in countries like India and even Finland, um, it is still quite common. Um, but now it's more like they're giving gifts so like gold and money um, as opposed to livestock and land like it did, was done back in the day. Um,
0: would it would it be wrong to assume that it's in cultures where the bride is expected to stay home and not have an income? And so the family who's going to house and feed the car, the bride are compensated with dowry. I don't know if I'm too cynical about this.
1: No, I think that's totally right in some cultures, right? I think um, they're like, I mean, in some cultures, women are seen as a burden for the family, right? Um, <laughs> so giving her away, it's like, oh, here, take my daughter, take some money to feed her as well. Almost, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. right?
0: yeah that's um, what I was piecing together as well.
1: Right. Which is so sad and horrible. But in some cultures it's not that. And like I think the dowry tradition just carries on now as just a tradition. I don't think right. everyone sees it that way.
0: So it's um, more like symbolic kind of thing.
1: I guess so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And there's different types of marriages. There's common law marriage, which is just an informal marriage. And um it just kind of when two people are living together for a certain uh, period of time, they just make it legal by signing paperwork. Um, There's monogamous marriages. And I had to literally write down how to pronounce this because I'm like, I'm going to say monogamy because of the way it's (laughs) said. And I think (laughs) typically we'll talk about this, but that's the.
0: Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. Can you please put your phones on mute when you enter the classroom?
1: I literally was like, a oh, lesson learned.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, monogamy.
1: Monogamy, and which is typically <laughs> marrying one person at a time, right? There, uh, There is also uh, polygamy, which is marrying more than one person. And mm-hmm. I think that is something I know you're interested in talking about in one episode one day. For the sake of this episode, we'll just talk about the marriage with one person at a time but it was very interesting to see that polygamous marriages were common back in the day you know like kings had so many different wives um and all of that i do have another type of marriage which i was like i cannot believe this is still a thing but cousin marriages are still common around the world uh, Are they in... a category
0: of their own? That's so strange. <laughs> totally,
1: I like read it in one article, and it was a cousin marriages. Oh, odd! And then I found an article uh, by Live Live Science, and it's called "Marrying Your Cousin May Pay Off."
0: Uh, okay.
1: And the reasoning was so hot take, odd, right? <laughs> the reasoning says that although in- inbreeding leads to harmful genetic conditions, people. Tend to have more kids when they uh, marry their cousin or their relative and live longer since um, the family has more resources because I guess they're just keeping it within the family.
0: Oh, that's twisted.
1: I know. I was like,
0: and you have more inbred kids.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I I don't get how they live longer, but okay. Um, Because a lot of them are like have genetic conditions, but you know what? To each their own?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I've never researched it or looked into it, so I'm not gonna place too much judgment on it. But to say that, you know, it's a winning situation because the wealth stays inside the family is kind of weird concept for me. Especially Mm -hmm. since I always saw marriage as a union of two families. So of like, you know, once the union is complete, it is inside the same family. It yeah, is a new, true. like, it's just still the fact So it's a weird argument to make for cousin marriage, I would say.
1: Totally. I think what this, um, researching this episode kind of opened up a whole can of worms for me about, like, marriages outside, like, North America, I guess, you know?
0: Well, there's so many different tradition and norms and cultures, right, around it, so.
1: Exactly, and, like, as I go in, I think we'll be talking a bit more about weddings in North America and the Western culture but um, that being said, there is so much to this. I started looking at like religious weddings themselves there's Catholic weddings, Hindu weddings, Sikh, Muslim and on and on um, and the different traditions in those weddings. Um, and I also think what is so cool about having different religion where- marriages is that, Aspects come in from your cultural background as well, right? Mm. And then seeing... Um, two... Wait, how do you mean? So, you know, a Hindu or so let's say a Catholic wedding, right? I mm-hmm. had to do a church ceremony. And even though uh, my uh, husband's side of the family is Catholic, they are Indian Catholic. So some of the things that they did... So during our reception party, we did something called um, the wedding march or not the wedding march... Um, but it was this like dance that we kind of do where like the bride and the groom kind of dance around the reception and then each married couple follows, but then they split off like to the right and the left side of the room. And I was like, I've never seen this at any point. You mean
0: like a Congo line?
1: exactly. When his mom was explaining (laughs) it to me, I was like, oh, like a Congo line, but I think it starts off with couples. Okay. It's two separate Congo lines going on at the same time. Fun. <laughs> um, exactly, and it's so funny. It's not a Catholic tradition. It's not an Indian tradition, but it is like a sector of India where they're from tradition. And it's like the one thing about weddings is there's so many different traditions brought from so mm. many different backgrounds. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um,
1: that I found that very interesting. I researching this, and after getting married so many times, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to more weddings.
0: Oh my god! um I don't know if I mentioned this already, but well, technically not yours, the, um, uh, Justin's sister, my, my partner's sister's wedding, which was the date before yours in Montreal. So we went to that wedding um, in Montreal and then the next morning we flew to Mexico to go to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wedding was the first wedding I attended ever. Other than like my wedding, but that doesn't count because... So it was the first time that I went to a wedding. And that was a very, very traditional Catholic wedding, but Italian Catholic wedding mm-hmm. blew my mind. wild. It's so big. So much goes on in there. Yeah. Um, and then going to yours, that was very much more... You no, know, as much as it was like plan and structured, it was much more chill and less... Um, it was much smaller also. It was, what, 40 mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it really kind of opened my eyes. I was like, oh, there's so many ways to do this.
1: Oh, totally, right? And, like, a lot of people were, like, to me, like, oh, we're so excited to come to an Indian wedding. And I was like, oh, like, other than the dancing and the clothes, there's not much Indian about it. But, which I was like, which was my favorite parts, you know? So it was, like, it was exciting to have that part. But then I went to, like, a traditional Sikh wedding later this year, and I was like, wow, I could have done so much more if I wanted to, you know, because Sikh weddings are very similar to Hindu weddings. Right. Um, And also my sister, she got married, I think, about eight years ago now, and she did a traditional Hindu wedding in India Um, right. because her um, husband's parents lived there. And my sister always wanted that traditional big, fat Indian wedding. And it was exactly that. And it was so much fun, you know?
0: So there is really like a thousand ways to do it because then, like not only is there so many different cultural cultural ways to do it, but then you can bring your own touch and you bring your own modification and your like yours was like so unique because well not only are you and Avril from different religious background, but also you you know you really both did your own wanted to do your own thing it wasn't. Since it wasn't a religious wedding, it was more just a ceremony, like symbolic ceremony. Like, I don't know. It's just, it blew my mind to be like, I mean, I guess that's what I did for my wedding. Also, it's just like, well, whatever, we'll just do what we want to do. But mm-hmm. to realize like, oh my God, you can take that really in any direction kind of thing.
1: Right. And I think at the end of the day, weddings are about two people getting, you know, marrying each other and about their love. But I think me and my husband kind of saw it as we like both. Both of our parents live out in Toronto. They're on the other side of Canada. And a lot of his friends live there. A couple of my friends live there. A lot of my friends live in just different parts of the country. And it Mm -hmm. was about bringing everyone together and just celebrating with them. And I think that's what we really wanted. Because us, we know that we've been living together for the past eight years. Like We know what our love is. uh, But we just wanted to celebrate our love with our friends and family. And that is what it turned out to be. But there's so many different reasons people do it. People do do it for the religious reasons. Just, um, you know, people do it for what we'll talk about later today, social media, you know. They kind Mm. of, um, or they kind of just make weddings, what they've seen is trendy right now, which we'll also be kind of talking about later. Oh my God. I guess my question for you now is that if you were to do it all over again, what would you kind of do now now being to a couple weddings yourself and seeing what's out there for weddings
0: good good question um i really liked the destination wedding thing Mm -hmm. that i think was a lot of fun um And I also like the fact that you spread it out over multiple days, like small event over multiple days. Mm -hmm. I think that felt fun and like less overwhelming. Mm -hmm. However, I can be a little bit um, antisocial at times. And I think I would be concerned about guests never leaving for a whole week and just being there all the time and I wake up in the morning and I bumped into extended family and friends. And then, you know, they don't leave. (laughs) So that I might, I might, unless it's a really big resort, which then would be more expensive. I might feel a little bit trapped. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you handle that?
1: Um, It's so funny because I specifically, specifically picked a small resort because I wanted to be able to see everyone all the time, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't yeah. like, you know, like, so you know where everyone is. And the first couple of days, I was exhausted. I was like, oh my god, I need a break. You know, me and my husband were trying to go to the buffet or like trying to eat and like the, we passed lunchtime. And it was like 3pm. I'm getting hangry. Nothing is open and you just keep bumping into people. But you know what, after like two, three days after you get over that and you learn to tell people like, I got to go eat, bite eat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was much easier. I I get it though because I remember when you got there, I was feeling a little stressed because I was like, oh, tomorrow is like the first event. And um, it was like, oh, okay, like doing multiple events is like you never, you never. like after three days you get to be like, okay, finally it's done. But then you're still mm-hmm. at the resort. Uh, personally though, like I would 100% recommend – Destination weddings to anyone who is able to do that. Well,
0: especially that not only is it like, is it fun and it's like carefree and it's taken care of over there, but it seemed relatively simple to plan as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: You don't have to go after all the vendors and all those stuff, unless you want something very specific. Um, So that was another like kind of selling point for me when I saw you go through it and organize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also... You know, you can invite a lot of people and kind of assume that many won't come, mm-hmm. and then everyone who wants to come just have to take care of their own expenses, right?
1: Exactly. And then it's, it's
0: just so it's it feels like an easier guest list to manage as well.
1: Totally, I do think like the hard part is though, like now that wedding destination weddings have become so popular, they are adding up costs over there. Like you still technically have to pay for dinner for each event even though it's an all-inclusive. Like, I was like, can I just, like, throw a party and then tell everyone to go to the buffet to get food and come back? Like, because you still technically had to pay, like, a certain amount of, like, 100, 100, and everything's in USD, so 100 USD per guest. But you know what? I would say it's so much cheaper than the wedding market here in Canada and I think a lot of North America, you know?
0: Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't say this on here because everyone's going to steal my idea, but what I maybe would do is just get a good group discount on a resort Mm -hmm. and then find a little venue outside of the resort to do a little ceremony one day.
1: Mm.
0: And we don't have to tell the resort that we're a wedding group. We're just a group of friends.
1: Totally. And then come back and eat at the buffet? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yes.
0: And then they're like, why are you
1: dressed up for like it's a wedding? And you're like, oh, I just like dressing up like this.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. why aren't you have some self respect? <laughs> this is a restaurant, sir.
1: Imagine no, and I feel like even if like they find out, what can they do? Upcharge you, you know?
0: Right, yeah, like, exactly. Oh,
1: tell us this. Um, no, totally, I get it. Um,
0: Did I just hack it? I think I just solved the problem.
1: That's <laughs> exactly. a lot of people tend to do is something similar, but then they tend to do an off-resort venue that is a bit cheaper, right? Then you're paying like you know. Like especially in Mexico, the price is a little bit cheaper, so you might have to pay thirty dollars per person, you know instead? Oh. Yeah, but well, I can't wait for your wedding. I hope this. I hope this episode pressures you into getting married soon.
0: Listen, your wedding pressured me into uh, getting married
1: amazing after
0: after doing two weddings back to back, um Justin definitely had uh, weddings on the mind. So I know that, you know. If things goes well, it's something that he might want in the future.
1: Yay, me too. Uh <laughs> okay, what are your favorite parts about a wedding? There's cause there's so much, right? There's speeches, entrances, bouquet toss, outfits, open Oof. bar, <laughs> cakes.
0: Um good question. Outfits. I had a lot of fun picking my outfits and choosing my outfits. Um
1: that's so funny because I thought you meant like the bride and groom's outfits, but no, totally your outfits oh, no, no, are the guest. Me,
0: me, and then the pictures that I took and posted on my social media of my outfits afterwards.
1: You know, which is um, so true, because I did go to a lot of weddings this year and I would just be so excited to dress up as a guest, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a formal event, you know, most of the time. You and if you not, know, like even if it's time. in a garden, you just want to just dress up.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Um, and if it were to be my wedding again, then Also, that would be exciting to go like all out to go something like outrageously cool. Yeah. And then I don't know, just, you know, drinking and partying with friends and family. Totally. I never really party with my family either. So that would be strange.
1: Yeah. But and it's like everyone's like so full of love celebrating you. And like it's almost like you're like your five minutes of fame. Like you're a celebrity, you know? (laughs) Yeah. What's your?
0: I don't I don't know if I would find that fun or overwhelming, to be honest with you.
1: I think you'll find it fun. Like, I think you'd find it fun, but, like, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why you can't do multiple days because then you'll be like, okay, I'm over it. Found it fun yesterday. I'm over it. Yeah. What's the part you hate about weddings?
0: Ah, so much small talk. So much awkward small talk with people you don't know. Yeah. Which, like, I can – that's – so when my – um my social battery runs out that's the part that i find very difficult yeah like when i'm fresh and 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 rested like i'm up for it you know mm-hmm. and like i'm used to it and I'm, I'm good at it and i'm i even have interest in it i love meeting people and doing small talk with people but that's the first thing that like cannot be bothered with once my social battery runs out
1: mm-hmm. yeah no i get that it is it is hard and it's especially if you don't know the person that well. And then now you have to like kind of like you see like their friends and family and then you're like, "Oh, um, hey, congrats." Like and then you have to like well, kind of I mean, introduce yourselves to them.
0: Even when you know the person very well, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're really good friends. Have you ever met my aunt? Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. what are you like what are you going to talk to my aunt about?
1: Yeah. Totally. Um, something I, I'm like, it's not the worst part about weddings, but it's just like the hardest part about weddings to me is speeches. Mm. As I, 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 I'm not, I'm not in love with public speaking, you know? Like I don't, I don't always have that confidence. And then listening to other people be put on the spot during speeches sometimes is like, I cringe for them, you know? Mm, and I'm yeah. like sitting there like, oh god how are they gonna do get through this um
0: it's like watching improv like the secondhand embarrassment kicks in really really strong
1: yeah um and then sometimes there's speeches that go on and on forever and you zone out you know or there's just really emotional speeches i think speeches is very hard to get right at weddings Mm -hmm. Um, so that is something that i always kind of that kind of makes me cringe about weddings sometimes i think
0: yeah i know y- you were very worried and very mindful about that for your events you wanted to keep the speeches to a minimal
1: exactly uh we i did, decided to have like whoever's doing a speech should do it on like the welcome party so funny my parents are so nervous when it comes to giving speeches they both have, like they did like two shots before they did it my dad was quite drunk during his speech uh, but you know what he really pulled it together I think I was so afraid of my like my what my dad would end up saying but no he did a great job my mom was very cute with her speech mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think and then you know what we did a thank you speech at our reception um, to the guest and I was so drunk during my speech too
0: <laughs> that
1: it kind of made up for what my parents did That's, the apple doesn't fall from, from the tree
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you very drunk for your speech?
1: I did lots of shots before. I think oh I was very nervous. <laughs> I don't know if I like slurred or anything. I don't. I haven't even watched a video of it. But uh, I
0: don't. You know what? If you didn't realize that you were drunk, no. And God. I feel like I would be very attentive to every little mistake you would make. So <laughs> I think you probably pulled through really well.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> All right. So um, something that I was thinking this year when I was looking at weddings and also like during, during my research, I find that like this wedding trend is coming back. I mean, not that it was a trend, but I felt like in the past like five, maybe even 10 years, weddings weren't as big. And then I did find this article written by The Cut and it was called The Return of the Marriage Plot. Why is everyone suddenly getting so eager to get hitched? Um, And then it talked Mm. about how um, in the 1950s, 80% of households were married. And now in 2020, that fell to below 50%. And I was like, this is quite interesting. Um, And apparently the share of married American adults between the ages of 18 to 34 fell from nearly 60% in 1978 to nearly 30% in 2018. Um, well, 24
0: is really young now to get married.
1: Okay, so that is so funny that you say that. So I kind of agree with it, uh, but it's coming back. Really? So like looking at celebrities, um, Haley Beaver got married when she was 21.
0: Well, okay. That's, and, first of all, that is very young in my mind to get married. Right? But also I feel like... I don't know actually. I was gonna say like I feel like celebrities exist out of outside of the norms for those things. But then again, like I guess twenty one year old celebrities didn't get married that young before.
1: Um well like well like okay, you know Millie Bobby Brown, the girl that's at eleven yeah, from yeah, Stranger Things, 11. she just got engaged. She's like nineteen. She's uh, engaged
0: to exactly. who Exactly.
1: I'm not too sure actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think someone thinks. I don't know actually, I have no clue. Um, but I think like marriages are coming back. Apparently, seventy five percent of Gen Zs want to get married. Which wild, right? And I think in the last decade, I think people have been getting married older. You know, which I think I love. You get your career established, you grow into yourself before you find the person you want to share your life with. But I think with that, a lot of people just decide not to get married. Um, well, and that doesn't. It's also
0: mean- such. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh no, that's okay. I was just gonna say that doesn't mean that they don't that they haven't found anyone. Some people are just like rejecting that whole idea of marriage or having a wedding itself.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's a, it's also like a very big financial burden. Yeah. So it's wild for me to think that like some some twenty year old are getting engaged and 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 prioritizing prioritizing that right now.
1: Well, I think if you're getting married in your early twenties, that is something your parents are paying for. I cannot it imagine be, right? anyone put, taking on that kind of debt because they want a wedding that bad. Or they just do a small wedding, a man or like, something or like
0: Or you that. do like, yeah, party at home like I did, you know.
1: Exactly. Um. But I do think another reason why weddings have become, like to me right now, they're everywhere, is because I think in the last couple of years, we had this thing called, I don't know if you've heard of it, but like a huge pandemic in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think... Basically, all big events were canceled in 2020 and 2021-ish. Like, I guess. So now, like,
0: people are going hard.
1: So it's kind of making a comeback. I think anyone who got married those couple years had to do, like, a quick little elopement at home or just, like, in a park somewhere with small people, uh, with a small amount of people. And I think that a lot of people. Do you think,
0: like, people just value relationships more after the pandemic?
1: Oh, I guess. That could be a thing you yeah i guess yeah like you ran to realize how hard it was if you were alone and like lived alone or single during the pandemic that you're like you know what it'd be nice to go through this again with a partner next time you know
0: i definitely did for sure that thought definitely crossed my mind because i was single during the pandemic i was like ooh, it would be nice to have a partner for the end of the world
1: yeah yeah that that totally makes sense i didn't even think of that that way um I like to me it was like because so I got engaged back in 2017 or 2018. And oh yeah, I was 23. I was like there's I'm not planning a wedding yet, right? And mm. we're like, yeah, 2020 sounds like a fun year to do a wedding. Oh and then um nope, instead a pandemic happened and then it's so for me yeah. the middle of the pandemic I was like like laid off at the time and decided to plan a wedding. Um <laughs> and I like booked a venue on Airbnb in Toronto to do a wedding and then like Wait, literally you did? I did and then a the week later the venue canceled on me cuz they didn't have insurance thank god for that um because right. I, I i had booked that for 2021 and i think it was like maybe like april or june 2021 and looking back i think ontario was still in lockdown for that time
0: yeah what just what happened? Like, just bake some sourdough bread like everyone if you're bored. Don't plan a wedding in the middle of a pandemic.
1: When I'm making no money, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. No job, nothing to do. Guess I should plan my wedding.
1: Right. Um, And I think a lot of people, like 2020 and 2021, were so unsure that they're like, I don't know what's happening in 2022, but let's not, like, maybe plan it. And I think a lot of people were like, okay, 2020, like 2022 went pretty good, so this year sounds a lot better. So then people are just... Planning weddings. Um
0: so just to be clear to 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 understand what I think you're saying is it's just we're seeing much more weddings now because we're saying the natural weddings that would happen now on top of the weddings that did happen during the pandemic. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, okay, I can see that. That makes sense.
1: And then another reason we're just seeing weddings everywhere is just social media. I think social media has like taken on this role where you're just posting your whole life and I think like we're seeing all these like influencers and celebrities having big fat weddings or just events in general like baby showers bachelorette parties birthdays that Mm. like weddings are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger um and I think that's insane like for someone who's been wedding planning obviously my um Instagram has you know targeted me (laughs) and just showing me wedding things but every time I open my for you page it's just big trends and wedding dresses. And I was like, what is happening? Is everyone getting married? But I think I'm being targeted.
0: Well, I mean, I'm seeing it all the time too. And like, of course, there's probably some of you and I talking about your wedding leaking into my for you bit and stuff like that. (laughs) But I feel like I just see a lot of that too on on social media right now.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: You know what? There's also like, I don't know if you're going to touch on that or, or, or something, but there's also like a lot of wedding shows like um what's 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 the uh, love is blind yeah it's all about getting married the ultimatum okay it's yeah. all about getting married it's like i guess it is very much back on into like the
1: yeah the i thought guys. you were saying like wedding shows like kind of like the wedding dress shows and no like no sorry vets. like
0: some no. very hit popular like tv reality that are like around weddings
1: yeah like 90 day Day fiance (laughs) too I believe also
0: true yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah no totally but like speaking of like just like the wedding industries I think that like they struggled so much that they're also like just putting out a lot more content to Mm. like you know like you know book a venue and do that trying to make up for their
0: oh my god I wonder if there's some lobbying that just like goes to Netflix and like hey we have to make wedding a thing again like you guys can come up with something maybe yeah can you,
1: can you come it's, up with it's a all show big weddings. strangers marry each other without meeting each other so we can get some more people who start getting married right. um okay so speaking of seeing weddings all over your social media yeah. there's this like new trend that i saw probably a couple months ago and i decided to research it now and it's content creators for your wedding have you seen this what no You can hire a content creator to create content during your wedding day.
0: What do you mean? Explain.
1: So they post in real time on behalf of the bride and groom, I guess. Like they take over your Instagram or TikTok or whatever social media you pick. They curate your highlights, photos, reels, everything. Like they'll make TikToks on your behalf. It's an insane new thing that started, which I'm like, okay, it's insane, but also kind of smart. Like if you do, like if you have a big social media following, you can totally hire one of these people, you know? Or I guess if you don't and you want to, you know?
0: Okay, well, I guess. But it's like social media managers for the event, I guess.
1: Exactly. Wow, and is like that is wedding. very well to me. It's so insane. Um, they cost up to like, 2,000 to 8,000, like, depending on, like, what kind of uh, footage you want, how long the day would be. A lot of them are, like, willing to travel. And, like, at first I was like, this is insane. And then I was, like, posting content for my wedding and I was like, oh, my God, like, this maybe would have helped. <laughs> you know, okay. like, I have all Okay,
0: these- what? That's the thing. Like, on the pro side, I do see how, okay, that would free up a lot of mental space. You don't have to worry about all these things and you can enjoy the events.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, I don't know if I'm – stuff like that makes me feel old more than, like, my back pain or stuff like that. Because I'm, like, this is so dystopian to me.
1: A lot of people are just doing it for social media. You know? crazy. It's a lot. It's like getting
0: married for the clout.
1: And – I don't doubt it. Like all these wedding trends, I don't know. Like you're into TikTok. I'm a, I'm still that person that watches TikToks on Instagram because I'm like, on oh my god, I'm not on TikTok. You're not on TikTok?
0: No, I. My my partner sends me TikToks all the time, and it's a weird link on Instagram that I have to click, and it I, opens and it loads yeah. weird every time. And so okay,
1: I'm on. Justin sends me those too. But I thought okay, I right? Swear <laughs> you, I swear you've sent me TikToks. Maybe, Maybe I'm TikToks just resending something distant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I looked at wedding TikTok, and that is insane. There's just like videos about all the trends, the dos and don'ts, wedding icks, which I was like, oh my god, did I do a wedding ick? Uh,
0: oh my god, do you have some example? I want to hear some wedding icks.
1: Uh, well, it's like the garter uh, when the groom like. Oh. I know, I,
0: know. Oh, I yes. could
1: never. I could never. I'm like, I can't believe this is a thing in front of your parents. Like, I think I know. the only way I would ever do that garter belt, garter removal thing is, like, maybe if at the end of the night, like, my parents have left and everyone I'm related to has left. But I still, mean, no.
0: I feel like that's something that you keep for just be the two of you into the bedroom afterwards. I get how it could be sexy between the two of you, but to do it as a display in front of everyone. Oh, and God. it is also, as you said, in front of the like extended family.
1: Yeah, I it's so weird. Should
0: I do one at my <laughs> <laughs> I wear it just for that. You know. <laughs> do it, do
1: it. Oh, and wait, he comes, he he comes back up with a
0: strap in his teeth.
1: <laughs> please do, please do. I'm writing this down to remind you again when you get married. <laughs> um, okay, but somebody did really like some trends that I saw. I was like, oh, maybe I should have done this. Like there's this one where like, you know how the bride and the groom stand in front of the officiant? So, like, as a guest, you're seeing bride, groom, and then the officiant behind them. Yeah. Um this this was like n- like this trend, I guess, is saying to have the officiant stand in the middle of the aisle, where like beside where the guests are sitting, so they're not in your photos. And I was like,
0: oh, and so they're they're also like kind of facing the crowd, I guess.
1: Yeah. Or no, they're with the crowd, so you're facing the crowd because you're looking at the officiant.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. that the couple is facing the crowd.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Which I was like, oh, that's quite cute. And then that way, like, yeah, the photos are ruined. Like everyone's just looking at you two. Um, I totally like. I like that trend. Um, okay, another trend is first looks. Um, I guess this has, I want to say, trended in the last like five years. And okay, oh, I did yeah. something really funny for my first look, and I know you know the story, <laughs> but like we wanted to do private first looks. Um and i had my uh husband's best friend basically walk down before i did and my husband was turned around and he wore like a robe with a sash that said pretty little bride uh and then he covered my husband's eyes and my husband actually thought that was me because he's like he had such dainty fingers um and it's funny because he has like long hair so i was like oh like it would be funny if you thought it was me um and then then we did the real first looks which i really like um
0: but again, like first look is a trend that's like almost exclusively for social media purposes. Or I guess for wedding videos.
1: Actually, um, you actually can do first looks without it being recorded. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think first looks is like to take the pressure off for when the bride walks down the aisle.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay.
1: Right? The reason we decided to do it is so we can actually get our photos done with before. And then that way once we get married, we get to spend that time with our guests. Um mm. but actually I don't think that translated well to a photographer. We still had to take photos after, but you know what, we got nice photos out of it. Yeah. Um <laughs> a lot of people doing their first looks, they do private vows too. So that pressure pressure is also taken off by saying you I, know, like so yeah.
0: I like private vows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, is that something you do, you think?
0: Uh I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I but think, I think- mean- I know my brother um, is someone who's very can be very shy in front of crowds. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know that's something that he would enjoy a lot, and it would probably feel much more genuine and precious to the both of them if they did if they did that, right?
1: Yeah, I actually I, I do like private bows as, as well. I we were thinking about doing that as well with our first looks, but because it was such a small wedding, like forty eight people, that we decided to just do it in front of them. Really, yeah. you know what, these are all the people we care about, so why not? Um, mm-hmm. But I totally see myself if I had done a bigger wedding to, to do private vows, because yeah, you want I that moment to be intimate.
0: Sobbed like a baby during your vows, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's so funny because like yeah, I guess I'm like a little afraid of public speaking. Um, and I messed up. You said start. on a
0: podcast. <laughs> well, like,
1: no one can see me, but I do yeah. get a little sweaty at the start, you know? Uh, but I'm just in my living room in my cat right now. I don't feel yeah. like I'm public speaking. And then I That's get like, fair. until like, I guess I get, we get reviews about how much people hate me. And then I'd be like, I can't do this anymore.
0: Oh my God. If ever we get reviews, I'm just not reading them. We um, should yeah. hire uh, someone to just read the reviews with all the money we're going to make
1: exactly totally <laughs> manifest that
0: yep <laughs> but okay
1: yeah during my vows i messed up and at the start of my vows i literally say over the five like over the last five years instead of 10 and oh <laughs> i didn't realize and i was all like happy and then that night we're like sitting on like a daybed with a couple of our friends and then someone's like yeah you said five years and i was like no i didn't and the other person's like no you totally said five years and i was like what and I looked at Avril and I was like, did I say five years? He's like, yeah, you did. And then they kind of start roasting me for saying five years. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and then in our wedding video, it says five years. And now that's a running joke between my husband. I just like. That's funny.
0: I mean, it's not the worst thing that you could have said in front of everyone.
1: Totally. Um but yeah, maybe I should have done private vows. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, there's a lot of videos on TikTok right now, too, about like the grooms crying as the brides walk down, which I think is really cute. Um, my husband did not cry, but I'm not mad about it. He was smiling huge,
0: so. He was smiling year to year.
1: Yeah, which like. And I think we both cried during our vows, so it makes up for it.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um,
1: have you seen the champagne tower trend? No, what's that it's like where um like they set up a sh- like a little tower full of like champagne glasses oh, and yeah, then yeah, okay. the bride and the groom parents champagne from the top and it just like flows perfectly
0: oh that sounds like a recipe for disaster
1: okay i've seen it so far at two weddings and amazing job it's never fallen over i know i'm standing there like oh god what if it does
0: can you imagine if you and I ever attempted that? Oh, of no. course, it would not work. We're
1: like, we're so sweaty people <laughs> and anxious. <laughs> the ball will like slip
0: I out prefer of our the cl- Clumsy, but sure, sweaty works. Too. Clammy. <laughs> Clammy.
1: <laughs> I know. Right. Like, some trends I'm like, oh my God, amazing. I could never do. Um, But yeah, like, I think like wedding TikTok is insane. There's so many tips but a bit overwhelming. Like I think if I was to, if I was looking more on TikTok when I was planning my wedding, I think I would have like gotten so stressed out. Mm. Um, just seeing all these different trends, what I want to do, what I don't want to do. Uh, people like getting their feedback on X. I can't remember the other ics, but I'm like, I wish like, like, yeah, like that just, it's just so odd to me. Um, mm. But I don't think I did any X at my wedding. Hopefully not. Other than saying five instead of 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so um speaking of weddings, I think bachelor parties, what is your take on that? Or I guess bachelor or bachelor parties.
0: I mean <laughs> I think they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm the type of person that I think like, hell yes, strippers should be involved. Yeah. But um you know, yeah, I think they're fun. I think I think it's also fun to kind of cement the fact that you have a group of friends independent from your couple that you still have your own friend as an individual Mm -hmm. and celebrate that as you are celebrating becoming a couple with someone else
1: yeah no i totally agree i think one of like i mean there's some things i don't agree with about bachelor party culture right now but i think it's just insane having all these people come out for them. Like my sister, I think, had like about 12 to 13 like people at her bachelorette, which I'm like, wow, imagine having that, that many friends, but like <gasps> so cute that all these like people were there for her, yeah. you know, and like do all these activities together. I think it's so cute. And it's also like a big sleepover with your girls or boys, you know? Like, yeah. which we don't do as much as an adult. I guess so.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't, I mean, if it's a destination bachelor, then it's a sleepover, but like it doesn't even have to be a sleepover.
1: True. Yeah. Well, sometimes I think because my sister, when she got married in India, she decided to do a local badge party. So then they got a hotel room in Toronto and all these girls, I believe they got a hotel. Oh, they got an Airbnb. Mm. And it's so sad. So I was my sister's maid of honor, but I had just started a new job, which I had to relocate for and I didn't get the time off so I didn't get to be at my sister's batch
0: oh no it was so
1: sad but her friends like they her the best party ever and I planned it all and I had hired a stripper for her and it's so funny like the stripper like called me um <laughs> to be like oh I'm here and I was like okay well I'm not there but like this person's letting you through and they all facetimed me with the stripper I was like sitting in my room like really sad but like so happy that like she had so much fun
0: yeah, okay, I'm so happy that you did hire a stripper. I don't know. I think I I was going to say I understand why a lot of people don't want a stripper there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not into strippers, that's a, one thing. But if your partner doesn't want you to have a stripper at your bachelor or bachelorette, mm-hmm. that for me is a red flag.
1: Yeah, I think it really um, – I think it's a little like – what the intentions are, right? And if it's like, you know, the person's going to like have, you know, be like funny about it and really enjoy it, then that's great. But if someone's like sexualizing it, I think that's a little like different. You know what I mean?
0: Also, when I'm picturing stripper, I'm I'm picturing going to a strip club more than like private strippers coming to your hotel room, which I guess that can easily slip more into the realm of like escorting.
1: Okay, it's funny because I'm... uh, I'm doing the opposite. I'm thinking if it's a bunch of people and one stripper comes in, it's a party, right? As opposed okay. to going to a strip club with a bunch of strippers and there's a group of you and you all get your own. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to differentiate it with like a st- like a bachelor party as a bachelorette party. I feel like strippers for bachelorette parties is always going to be like a fun time. Well, for bachelor parties, they're going to be like, you know, like I mean it is raw. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But you know what? I it guess. honestly
1: depends on like the yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you should have full that-
0: disclosure, I've never been invited to either. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know I don't have enough experience to Yeah. To to actually picture it in my head. I just know that, you know. I would want a stripper. <laughs> okay,
1: we'll make sure of it. Putting this down in my notes as well for okay, your Thank you. planning. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> uh, that's so funny. But okay, now I think like bachelorette party culture has become almost cult like. Like like again, like kind of with weddings, like you can do a cute and wholesome or you can just go over the top. Uh apparently the average cost for a local bachelor bachelorette party has increased six hundred dollars since 2019 so local cost is about (gasps) $1,400
0: what for a bachelorette party
1: yeah but like like usually even if you're doing a local one like the girls get like a hotel or an Airbnb you know and then it's food and it's drinks and you're going well you want to go to a nice restaurant you're not going to Arby's or Wendy's you know and it has become pretty much over the top um, you know, people do theme Oop. nights, so you're going to get an outfit for that theme night. Not everyone just happens to have, like, a Barbie-themed outfit.
0: <gasps> Who pays for that?
1: The bride, the bridesmaids and the maid of honor, because you also oh, don't want the bride paying, right? Um, so it has gone a lot over the top. Another weird trend that I'm seeing... Okay, well, to me, I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but will you tell me what you think? So you know have Venmo's huge and, like, Cash App in the States. Mm-hmm. so this is like people make like stickers and different things like in canada it would just be like an e-transfer but it's like like you you have this at the back of your car or the girls have it on a t-shirt or a bracelet and you're that, at too. bars asking strangers to you know e-transfer or buy the help fund drink. your party which i'm like oh god
0: Oh, that's so cringe for me. That's I'm like, what the hell?
1: I like. I feel like I don't care how much debt I go into, but I would not ask strangers to do that.
0: And it's also like, people are very, very, um, have very intense opinions about giving money to homeless people. Oh yeah. But, but somehow that's okay. It's like you're like, oh, I'm not gonna give money to this homeless person they're just gonna spend it on drugs or whatever blah, blah. but somehow you're gonna you see a car drive by you in the street and you're like oh i'll pay for their beers
1: exactly oh like, yeah what the hell? yeah like donate that to your charity instead right right yeah like
0: you don't need a donation for your party from strangers
1: exactly no i totally agree Okay, so another thing. So going into like from Bachelorettes, I think this is perfect segue to talk about Bridezilla culture. Um, oh. I know. So I think like first thing about Bridezilla is like, I feel like there's so much pressure on the bride, you know? Um, it's, there's so much expectation. I think one thing that I found a little hard was that like, people make this like, oh my God, this is that, you know, the best day of your life, the only day that matters, you know, and I think also going to a destination wedding, I was like, not feeling very comfortable in my clothes. And I was like, oh, I want to work out, you know, to feel comfortable and confident. Mm -hmm. And everyone made it like, oh, you're working out for your wedding. It's, it's all about my wedding. And I'm like, no, I'm working out for me. But yeah, I'm having a wedding this year, you know, and those memes about this where it's like brides work out, like they're like going to compete in a marathon for just their wedding, you know? <laughs> right. And um there's a lot of pressure on brides for the for the wedding and um that, you know, like and then a bride wants something a specific like way, way in and automatically makes her a bridezilla. And so many times I think I know you know this about me, but I called you like, am I being a bridezilla?
0: Okay, but you're you were super extra about it. Like you, at the the moment you wanted anything to go the way you wanted it to be, you then were super apologetic to everyone and like we're just like, am I am I being too much? Am I in Is like, is it okay that like I want to do a speech at my wedding? Like, is everybody <laughs> gonna hate me for it? It's like, what are you talking about? But I get what you're saying. Like, I think it's very easy to label people at. Bridezilla, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like quick, like we're, we can be quick to judge, but also there's really people who go overboard.
1: Exactly. And that is my perfect segue. Uh, please open the post uh, that I sent you called Bridezilla Posts.
0: Oh my god. Isn't it here on Teams?
1: Uh, I emailed it
0: to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, Bridezilla Posts. Okay. Oh my god. Okay.
1: Okay, so these so- are some that I found online where I'm like... Oh God. You know, and then this is like one of those things where like, if you're asking if you're a bride's or am I the asshole, you most likely are.
0: Right. <laughs> Do you want me to read them or are you going to read them?
1: I'll have you read them out, please.
0: Okay. So this first one, how would you go about unasking someone to be your bridesmaid? Oh my God, already. Long story short, my fiance's best friend has been able to, hasn't, has been able to use his phone since we've gotten engaged, and so he couldn't ask him to be a groomsman. We got a hold of him, and now we're bri- we're bridesmaid short. My, what's FH?
1: A uh, future husband.
0: <laughs> oh, gross. My FH others groomsmen and girlfriend, and I do not get along, and my future husband doesn't like her either. Out of desperation, we ask her to be a bridesmaid so that we she can walk with her husband. She said yes. I sent her a link for the dress, and then she tells me that she's pregnant. Oh, my God. What? I know it's an unpopular opinion, but a pregnant bridesmaid is just not, one I, not what I see from my wedding, especially because I don't like her in the first place. Please don't judge me. I am judging you, girl. What are you talking about?
1: In, no, in <gasps> you're good no. She says, out of desperation, we asked her to be a bridesmaid.
0: Ah, so this, you're desperate and this woman's doing you a favor? And now you're like, ew, gross, pregnant? Absolutely not.
1: Ew, this, these are unhinged. Like, okay, so basically, I also joined a lot of wedding groups on Facebook. And there are so many posts like this. And yeah, it's F-H-F-M, like F-M-I-L. So it's like future husbands, future mother-in-law. And it's... Very
0: specific.
1: I was like picture meal in my head. And it's insane. Okay, you know like nine times out of ten when, or I want to say like seven times out of ten, these bridesmaids have to buy their own dresses.
0: So you're going to just already like... and, And it's imposed on them which dress they have to buy.
1: And some brides are very specific. Like if they're having these many bridesmaids walk, they need these many groomsmen walk... And I'm like, girl, like, oh my God. that's just, that's a lot, like, you know, yeah. like, it's okay if you are one person short, 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 this person can walk by themselves, they'll make it fun. I would love to walk down the aisle by myself as a bridesmaid. I would do, like, some of the coolest yeah. movies.
0: I'm like, and it's like, at this point, it sounds like she's casting it, like she was casting, like, a, a, a fashion show. It's like, well, I can't have this the woman walk down my aisle. Yeah, what are I you just about? see a pregnant
1: bride in, like, <gasps> so. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: okay, another one? Yes. Should I just do the, the one under?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. After the ceremony was over, the bride informed us that in order to save money, the wedding party wouldn't be served a meal along with the rest of the guests. She said, you already had the privilege of being in my wedding. What more can you ask for? <gasps> Wait, she didn't serve food to her wedding party? Right. What? I was
1: like this can't be real some of these I'm like this can't be real but I think it is
0: I'm just no the the one pr- thing, no they're doing you a favor being your new wedding party
1: and it's like it's literally like I'm just part of your special date doesn't mean like I've signed up for a job
0: you know and does it mean that I can't eat like what do I have to bring my own granola bars to your wedding what the hell I
1: think one thing you would expect as a guest is food um I think I would expect also expect an open bar, but that's just me. But like,
0: well, also the food like, at she least... told them after the ceremony.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so, so... like like
0: they they couldn't even plan ahead.
1: I know she didn't even bring her granola bar.
0: No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> well, that's ridiculous. <gasps> okay, next one.
1: This she is demanded that a little that... long, but yeah, I think it's good.
0: It's not that long. She demanded that everyone wear these hideous dresses that, had to, that we had to pay for. I was okay with it since it didn't cost that much. She also demanded that all the girls dye their hair because she could, she could be the only blonde one there. What the hell? I have naturally blonde hair and I'm not going to dye for a day. She got pissed at me that I wouldn't dye my hair and replaced me with a girl that she knows for years but recently became friends with. They used to talk crap behind each other's back. Next, she had the nerve to ask everyone who wasn't in her bridal to pay $80 per guest, 160 for me and my boyfriend, for food. She's having a buffet of barbecue, and she also expects a present that was value of above $50. Okay, She sent all this via Facebook. I sent her a message back and told her that I would either pay for food or a present and for her to choose. I got a hard copy invite recently and realized that the date was the same date my boyfriend was going was doing tough Mudder competition. It's like
1: um it's like a like a like a competition. Iron Man kind of yeah, thing. exactly.
0: I chose that over her wedding. Okay, well, I think both people are the asshole in my in this scenario. Like the asking people to dye her their hair, absolutely insane. Exactly. Absolutely insane. And then having them removed because they refuse to even more crazy. But then eighty dollars for a meal at a wedding and a gift of fifty dollars that seems like demanding a gift in general, very cringe for me. I think I hate that. I think but those amounts are reasonable if you're gonna do it, I feel
1: well, you, you like I don't I don't understand the concept of having your guests pay for the meal. You like I would use the money you get then to pay for the meal. Oh well,
0: yeah, yeah. Then yeah, it's yeah. either
1: or. But the fact that she's at like, and I've also never heard of anyone like asking for a present valued above fifty dollars. I would never say that.
0: That's so 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 crazy. So, so I, like, like,
1: I just don't unreal. know how people come across writing this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like I could see asking people to pay for their meal, but then I would insist that they don't bring a gift.
1: Yeah, but like to me, I'm still just got like blown away asking someone to dye their hair for your wedding because you want to be the only blonde.
0: No, that's absolutely insane! Like, absolutely insane.
1: How can you be friends with these kind of people?
0: Well, that's the thing. That's the the thing. Also, like, why would you even accept to be in this person's wedding party? Mm. Right.
1: What I'm thinking is this person used to be normal, and then just drummed up this day, and now like has... it just
0: brings the worst out of people, right?
1: I think so. I would hope so.
0: oh my god okay
1: this is the next one is similar instead of dying their hair it's something else though
0: okay hi i've hit a wall i'm having such a dilemma my moh mother of (laughs) maid of honor my uh, my maid of honor won't piece pierce her ears for my wedding I know that this might be controversial to some of you, but I feel like when you accept a position of maid of honor, you need to expect to wear jewelry on the wedding day. She said she'll wear clip-ons, but every one I found are so ugly. I love her to death, but I'm tired of having to ask her to be excited for my day. I called her like five times before this and she wouldn't answer my calls. Please tell me I'm not crazy." Mm, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't do that. <laughs> also, she also thinks that she also thinking of backing out now. I generally don't understand how what I'm asking for is too much. Text for context too. Um, Yeah, I would back out too. And I would screen your calls too. And I would be like, well, have a nice life.
1: You know what got like, to me? I feel like when you accept the position of maid of honor, did she apply? Did she send you her resume?
0: No, she's doing you a favor. This is what I don't get. It's like, it's not they get the privilege to be a maid of honor. It's like, I get to have this person who's dear to me be part of my day. Be
1: standing it's by my sky. I yeah. get
0: to, yeah. Exactly. They're doing a favor to you.
1: And it's like maid of honor. It's in the title. I am honoring her. Not yeah, she exactly. is honoring you. It's
0: wild. Wild, wild, wild. And like, She's even ready to compromise. She's like, I'll wear clip-ons.
1: Exactly. I just... You
0: can't, like, she, it's literally asking her to mutilate her body for you.
1: Exactly. Like, she, she has a fear of needles or just, you know what? No, she doesn't even need to have a fear of needles. She just doesn't want to get her ears pierced. Right? Get over yourself.
0: Uh, yeah. Insane.
1: Okay, the last one I think you can, you might be able to relate to because you have glasses.
0: I can't wait my ex best friend tried to make me and another bridesmaid walk down the uneven outdoor aisle without our glasses saying they would ruin the aesthetic of her wedding (laughs) that's so rude that is so so rude oh my god And she told us the morning of the wedding so we didn't even have time to get contacts her mom was able to calm her down by reassuring her that she was skinnier and more beautiful than both of us, so no one would be looking at us anyway.
1: So insane.
0: Ugh, why why are these people like that? Like That's how this
1: is this real? Imagine, mm. um, it's okay. I, I just don't think glosses go with the aesthetic of my wedding, so just take them off and walk down the aisle. Like
0: absolutely insane i could
1: never say that i mean i would never think that in general but imagine like saying that out loud like oh my god and then the mother
0: well i mean that speaks to why that person is like that because she's being raised by a mother that's like don't worry you're skinnier and more beautiful
1: yeah it's apple doesn't fall far from the tree
0: exactly ah Well, I guess be careful who you accept uh, to be part of the wedding of.
1: A hundred percent. And like, I mean, I just wouldn't even keep these kind of friends I could ever imagine doing these kind of things to me. But no. yeah, I guess bro- wedding brings out the worst in people sometimes. When you hope oh. it's the opposite because they're marrying someone.
0: Well, also though, I will say wait, what you said earlier, that people are getting married like earlier and younger and more. It's very immature behavior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So, like, if you're getting married at 19, 20, 21, your brain isn't fully developed yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: true. That is so true. Right.
0: It's just like you're just you're just throwing a teenager tantrum at this point.
1: Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, like your wedding should not be like the that- only best day of your life it should be a great day you should be happy you should enjoy yourself but you should not put these expectations on yourself or this day or anyone else for that matter
0: you know can you imagine the poor woman stressing out about a bridesmaid having glasses on her wedding day don't you have more important things to turn your attention to
1: exactly
0: like the fact that you're getting married
1: a hundred percent and just be Uh. happy and excited and full of love you know yeah. and that's one thing that I realized is like you can never upstage your brain no matter what you wear because I feel like like because you're getting married and you're just so happy you should like you'd like naturally just glow, you know and like and like it shouldn't be about the makeup or the hair you should just be happy and have that smile on your face you know and then just like everyone around you should feel that from you yeah and yeah. if you're not, there's something wrong. Don't marry that person.
0: Right, exactly. There you go. We said it. That's how. But I mean, yeah. I guess you know some weddings are for different reasons. Some weddings are more transactionals, like you said. Some are more um, displays of social status, and I get. I guess that that means like clout now and stuff. So priorities are different, but um, you know, maybe check yourself.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I love those like M.I.D. asshole groups and stuff because like it's for a way to like people to self-regulate and to like be like, well, everyone I know is on my side, but let me ask strangers. You mm-hmm. know, it's like they have that moment of self-awareness and then they get put on blast on the Internet.
1: Oh, my God. There were so many, but some of them were like an essay that I'm like, I don't know if I should be reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, for sure. I love these for sure. Well, I so think that brings an end to our wedding episode for now. I do think there are so many subtopics that came out of this that I'd love to do deep dives on every now and then. Um, but, well, maybe
0: one day I'll do divorce because I have a lot to say on that.
1: <laughs> I know. I can't wait for that episode. Um, and I think, Well done. Yeah. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed.
0: Yeah. Well, until uh, next week. Thank you, everyone. And, um, oh, do are we doing teasers? I still don't know if we're doing teasers.
1: I was going to ask, do you know what's coming well, next? Well, we
0: can't do one today because I haven't picked my episode for next week. So I guess it's going to be a surprise for all of us.
1: <laughs> That's been our teaser so far. Are we doing teasers? Right. No teasers. <laughs> okay, bye. See you next right. week.
0: <laughs> Aren't you all entertained? <laughs> Okay, bye everyone.
1: Bye, thank you for listening. Tell Me Like I'm Stupid is created and produced by us, Sanya and Toma. You can follow us on Instagram at Tell Me Like I'm Stupid.
0: If you'd like to support us, please subscribe and review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Our cover art was created by Ish him on instagram at h.e.e.s.h
1: thank you for listening